<laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, you're already live. Okay. Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run We have a. Uh, okay. So we use a road mixer board, which is cool, which is allows us to do stuff like the sound thing. And then we, um, all the mics and everything go into that. But it took us about, let me see, we're on episode 26. We're on episode 26. It took us a good eight episodes <laughs> to fine tune it, <laughs> but to work out all the bugs. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, especially when we had our first guest on. Oh, yeah. Matt Sousa. Yeah, Matt Sousa. <laughs> He is a champ. We just, there's stuff like the echoes, like you got to make sure stuff's off on your computer because you're using the road mixer for your imp sound input. And then you got to, when you plug in an external camera, that external camera's got to show up on your computer. Some, you know, computers get finicky. Sometimes they don't want to recognize new devices. It's just. Yeah. We're about 20 episodes in now. And I spent a solid month. Spending way too much time, way too many hours devoted to finding the <laughs> optimal setup. And it was like, all right, I have Zoom, a hundred, you know, probably two hundred bucks between the mic and the and the headphones. And I was like, yeah. we're gonna roll with it. Yeah. I if uh, if if anybody's starting this or thinking about starting doing any of this, the key components are sound. Someone told me that and lighting. And it's true. And most most of the newer computers have pretty damn good cameras. And then yeah. you can set it up like Jason has his setup. I'm sure it's up on a platform. So his computer, he probably has, a. am guessing you have a remote keyboard or mouse that are below it. And then the p computer itself is up high. Yep. So it gives him that kind of nice studio appearance. Gives him that look that he's actually looking at us. And yeah. this is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <He looking laughs> at us. And yeah. this just, this uh, boom, whatever this thing is called, boom. just clamps to my desk. Uh, I was wearing it on calls with with clients and it, it evidently they're very intimidating these things so i i just go to the airpods when not podcast yeah same here if i go to a zoom call i won't wear the won't wear the headset but the headset's so nice in terms of yeah because we can hear you can hear yourself talk better yep um and then yeah it's so zoom works good for zoom calls and then podcast stuff is kind of just the 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 we stream your podcaster it's pretty cool it's been good it's yeah. been good. Anyway, uh, so welcome. I don't want to take too much because I know you, his time is limited, so we gotta we gotta roll here. Um, uh, Jason Falcon owns and runs Falcon Nutrition, and we've been partnered with him now for how many years have we been working together? Uh, twenty nineteen is when I started my company. I was okay. um lucky to to coach a lot of a lot of the Diablo people leading up, you know, prior to that. So it's feels like a long. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say cause I, we we've we've worked together um with a lot of our, like my personal clients, and they've worked with you on it on uh, the nutrition side. And I remember when you did switch it over to Falcon Nutrition because you were somewhere else beforehand. Yeah, right? he was at Stronger You. That's for right, many that's years. Right. Yep. And so, throwback. Yeah, his and and he, Jason, you know, he'll he's he'll probably, he'll probably correct me here, but for the most part, um, he's helping our clients understand nutrition um, and understand the components that go into healthy nutrition, um, breaking it down into macronutrients, and then helping them make the right choices to achieve the outcomes that they want, whether it be performance, whether it be aesthetics and those types of things. Uh, I looked at your numbers recently, which it is on your website. 
which is falconfnc.com and go there and, and maybe Jamie, if you can put that in the comments, that'd be awesome. Falconfnc.com. You guys have 10 coaches. Uh, you're serving. We have f- 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 clients in 48 States, 11 countries and over 3,400 satisfied clients. Yeah. Now that's the historical perspective. I would like to say we can handle all of that at present. Not so much. Uh, yeah, no, we're a fine-tuned. Got you, but it's, but it, the only reason I, I pointed that out really was to kind of validate your capacity as a, a nutrition coach. And what I really wanted to talk about today, because we have two audiences here that watch our podcast. Um, one is our community, Diablo community, and they're already they already know many of them already know and understand you and are making referrals from within in and amongst themselves. Um, scroll down to the numbers, Jamie, since you, Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. It's a nice counter. And so you, um, so our, our community is, and then there's the affiliate community that we talk to as well. And the affiliate community that we talk to, um, some do offer nutrition coaching. Some, um, some don't, um, we, you know, CrossFit in, uh, itself is a big advocate of providing nutrition coaching for clients and CrossFit, the hundred words of fitness and, you know, begins with, um, a subscription, a, a subscription, a prescription for healthy nutrition, eat meat, vegetables, nut seeds, berries, uh, some fruit, no, uh, uh some little, fruit, little starch, little starch no, no, sugar. No, no sugar. And well, you should know that. Yeah, I got, I'm actually impressed because I didn't. He was scrolling out. at the same time. I give him credit. no. I didn't write it down. I wasn't even trying to read it. But but um, so so um, CrossFit itself, and and it's and what I wanted the the point I wanted to make here is I wanted to talk to you about why you think it is that people many people prefer to have a fitness a nutrition coach separate from their uh, gym. Uh, gym coach in person right and then i want to talk to and make the case for our relationship and encourage really kind of want to encourage other affiliates to do the same um, for various different reasons but if you had to look at your client base so you got you know all these clients that you're doing business with with all of your coaches your nutrition coaches that you have working for you um, how many of those um, have relationships with um a gym or partnership with it or how many of those have a gym that they go to on a regular basis and how many are just uh, essentially people that are just seeking out nutrition coaching at any given time the, the majority of people are doing some form of workouts they're a member somewhere um you know at, at various times that the percentage may be closer to 50 50 but most of the times overwhelming majority of people come to us Extra. I mean, like at the start, my, my company name is technically Falcon Fitness and Nutrition. The first year or so I was doing workout programming for people. Um, I hated stepping on toes because we do have uh, a handful of gym partners. Um, but more than that, most everyone has the workout side of things figured out. It was they yeah. really needed help on the nutrition side. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and so on the fitness side, by the way, uh, Jason is the, an experienced CrossFitter knows all about it which is another reason why we chose to partner with him and then he's also an accomplished endurance athlete as well and knows and understands that side which is super valuable in terms of uh, coaching clients on nutrition and then coaching them for performance as well 
you know and understand what clients need. Do you find um, between the two, your endurance athletes that you coach and your, say, CrossFit athletes and strength athletes that you coach, is there a um, huge difference in the, I guess I'll say, the back row content that you're prescribing to those individuals? Um, and are your, do your principles vary much between those two different types of athletes? They're probably more similar than they are different. It's amazing, really, even zooming out from that and just adding like a third category of gen pop, the principles are super, super, super similar. They're going to be very uh, close for, for all three groups. How they're spending their their training time is is what's going to differentiate. So endurance people will probably be using like an intra formula where while they're actually out running for hours or cycling for hours, they'll be fueling during CrossFit. Um, sometimes they'll be, you know, intra formula used. Typically, it's really, really making sure we're fueling up beforehand and then recovering the right way afterward. Um, probably two, two of my favorite groups to work with because they're used to doing things that are, uh, they require some level of effort, but then they also have the extreme benefit of feeling the effects of their fueling. We work with plenty of sedentary people who get great results, but mostly they're looking at metrics and numbers and measurements. Whereas you take one of your CrossFit athletes, they feel, you know, they're an ongoing case study of their own body of, of, yeah, that that was a move. That is an interesting thing with CrossFit. As soon as you start cleaning things up in your diet, and I noticed that myself, but I've heard that, I heard that just recently from someone here that is actually one of your clients said the same thing. I started feeling, I find, after a couple of weeks, I felt it today in the workout. I felt yeah. better. I felt the energy that I was missing where I was feeling sluggish, slow. Um, and it, it is, that is one thing about CrossFit is with the, the intensity of CrossFit. There's nowhere to hide. It yeah, exposes it gives a you, lot. Yeah. Gives yeah. You instant feedback on how you feel. Oh yeah. Yeah. 100%. That, I mean, that's why I love it because it, it really, there's, you can't cheat it. Like you're going to find out how it's working for you. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's very, very valuable. You know, remote coaching is an interesting thing. We have a coaching app we use week to see all the metrics, but like truly how someone's feeling when they're reporting into us is the most important piece of feedback. Yeah. And our high dollar coaching app does not tell us how someone's feeling. We rely on the communication. I, I, I guess that's like, go ahead. That, that's like the, the, the one thing, I mean, we eat for nutrition, we eat or we eat for fuel, right? Like yes. we're fueling our energy, we're fueling our recovery. And, and if you're not able to get that one metric, like it's, you know, positive static or declining. Yep. Um, that, that is, I'm surprised that the app doesn't have that as an option. Like even if it's a smiley face or a thumbs up. There yeah. sort of is. A, a lot of people, you know, they work so, it, it's kind of funny. They work so, so hard. And then like check-in day rolls around, time to really put everything in. And they're in such a time pinch that they're like, hey, week was good, thanks. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like yeah. let's actually have a conversation here. And we end up, if we really want to know how someone's feeling, we dig a lot to the point of probably being annoying. But once they understand why we're asking those things, or when they have a week where they last week they wish they would have told us how they were feeling, yeah. then they start to be very like open with that communication, and it really is the part that matters the most. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. To that end, let me. Oh, this is the part I wanted to talk about, and I actually want to. I want to get to two things. I want to get to talk about this our relationship, why it why it works for our member base, um, why our members like using a remote coach, and then I also want to talk to you. I want to finish up with before you leave about. Uh, 
um, your philosophy on daily activity and steps because you've been you've been putting mm-hmm. a lot out on social media and and uh, we're like minded and I want to get your in, in, your perspective on it as well. On the relationship side, I was um, we've had nutrition coaches here hired at Diablo Precision Nutrition uh, coaches primarily that uh, we've ref- that mem- that were you know making a little bit of money. They were coaching mm-hmm. classes, CrossFit classes, but and making a little bit of money, but it it wasn't very sticky. Yeah. In other words, those those members um, didn't stay on board with their nutrition coaching with our coaches very long. And we had good we had good good people. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Ismar was one of them. And um, and it and it was somewhat frustrating because I knew I know that nutrition is an important part of kind of especially aesthetic changes, but also performance changes. Like if you really want to lose weight, it's you know everybody knows you know seventy to eighty percent of it happens. In the kitchen, and it's also the the, the base foundation of the pyramid for the yeah. CrossFit well, pyramid, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you look at the such yeah. a big part, yeah. yeah. Which which originally I almost like objected to. I'm like, you can out you can out train a bad diet. No, no, you can't, especially as you age, like me. But to that end, I was, um, uh, you know, I kind of had a, an epiphany moment when I was driving in a car. We had a number of our members that were your clients before we even had a formal relationship. And I was coming back from a Spartan race and uh, Carolyn Saputo was in the car with me. And Carolyn Saputo is a very kind of blunt, direct person, and uh, which, uh, which, which really makes her enjoyable and funny. <laughs> I was going to say, we need more of those people. <laughs> yeah. and, we, and I asked her, I said, uh, you know, she was talking about how she's lost weight and there's other girls in the car that were like, oh, and they were asking her questions. Oh, tell us about it. You know, how's your, you know, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm trying to, you know, c- to kind of talk about how we can help you with that. At yeah. And I said to Carolyn, I said, Carolyn, there's so many people doing, who was stronger you at the time. And they are doing a strong remote coaching. Why do you, why are you doing it with them? Why not? Why not Jennifer Smart's right here? You can walk in and you boom, you get a scale and then prescribe the fitness along with it. And she goes, and she said to me, and it, and it, it really is kind of the, the reason why all of we started this relationship because it kind of signed kind of summed it up in one statement. And she said to me, well, I don't want to run into my nutrition coach in the fucking grocery store. Yeah. There you go. And I thought about that and it was, it's more profound than that because, right. Cause the other part of it is, okay. Sending pictures to your, yeah. to your coach of your, of your body, right. Okay. Um, running into them in the grocery store, right. Cause then you got to explain and then also running into them in the gym, you know, you yeah. have a bad week of eating and you've got to see them face to face. That's a very difficult thing. Yeah. Yep. And you essentially, I think, put your client more in control of themselves by having a remote coach. Accountability is important. But, um, but so is self-reliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And self-reliance, I think, happens with, can happen with, you know, remote accountability. Yeah. Because there's apps now, there's cameras, there's all of that stuff. At the end of the day, it's going to be the client's responsibility to make those changes. And, right. And, and that was kind of an aha moment for me. And I talked to Yvonne about it, my wife, and told her what she said. She said, oh, Absolutely. She goes, I, she goes, I, when I put Tostitos in the basket at Safeway, cause our daughter likes Tostitos, it's her treat. Yeah. yeah. She goes, I, I'm literally looking around. Like I do not want to run into anyone on the way out the door at the grocery store. Yeah. And, and I get that. Right? Yeah. You know, you don't have to, you know, feel guilty about every single little decision because then that'll turn you off. And that creates, I think in the long run food issues. 100%. Yeah. When, when you start hiding things. Um, can I jump in there? Yeah, yeah, please. So you know how you just see some random things in life and they stick with you and they're like little, not very meaningful things. 
there was a, and we could really go deep here. Like you can pull me back out of the rabbit hole. Seventh grade English class. There was a sign that my teacher had like above her desk and it said, character is what you do when no one's watching. And that thought just came back into mind when, when you said that, um, the goal when someone works with us isn't to be the best macro macro tracker for three months and then, all right, thanks coach. You know, I'll take it from here and go back to whatever they were doing. The goal is to use what we teach you, keep building on it and then self-efficacy, right? Like stay using these things you learn in some way, shape or form. It doesn't have to be exact. The amounts will change. Most of the principles will probably be here, but you do need that layer of distance, that layer of separation. Um, I was doing a podcast with my buddy Jeb and he called it just self-trust. If you never get the chance to practice these things with just you, um, it's very difficult to actually build the skills. If you're forever riding the bike with the training wheels, even if you think you can do it, if you never actually pop them off, can you ride the bike? Uh, sort of, sort of the same deal. And then from a different perspective, something I was not very good at when I started out with my company solo is in where I progressed. What I do often now is I try to, I'm a consumer for pretty much everything um, in the same world that everyone else is. So like when I'm the client, I don't want to go work out with my nutrition coach. And if it's like a Friday night workout and they go, Hey, we're going out, you, you know, come grab a drink or, or eat. No, not really. I don't want to do that with you, nutrition coach. Cause you're going to judge me. <laughs> like right. the, the, the separation oh, yeah. hurts. Um, accountability is a funny word. A lot of people, it's like the fear factor. It's like they, they put this remote person up on a little bit of a pedestal. Like they've got it all figured out. And this is like the God of nutrition. It's like, we don't have anything proprietary. We haven't found the one weird trick that no other company has found. We have found the math and science that works. And literally what we do with every single person is break down their lives, their routines, their responsibilities. And we take what we think is going to be the most helpful bits of the math and science and apply it to them and teach them how we're doing it. So it's not like there's nothing that's hidden behind the curtain. It's they're privy to all of it. And that way they can stay moving forward with it. That was a lot. I don't even know if I answered your question. No, you there. did in a, in a great way, <laughs> yeah. actually. And, a very, and it's very similar to how we deliver fitness CrossFit, here at, yeah. at CrossFit. You got to do it to feel it. You got to feel it. To right. Learn it. And it right. And yeah. it, and we take the, 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 the components of CrossFit that we know work and work really well. And we, you know, we, we expose you to it. We educate you on it. And then it's up to you to, to come in and get it done. I mean, in yeah. the beginning too, like we always talked about, like our goal is to teach somebody how to move well yes. so that they can yes. do, do that it on, on their own. own in the garage if they need to. Yeah. We're here if, for the community. If aspects. someone leaves us and goes and ends up working out in the garage, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. That, that to me is a victory. Like I've, mm. I've, I've recruited and now I've made room for someone else to come in and learn. Yeah, they can come back whenever they want and yeah. still perform well. well and, then, and then what happens, and I'm sure with what happens with you, and I know it, I know it happens because I see it happen within our community when they're successful with you, Jason, they talk about it to other yeah. people. Yeah. And so then they get curious. Yep. They either reach out to you or maybe they learn on their own or maybe they find another nutrition coach that offers a, you know, mm -hmm. similar sciences you know, or methodology that you do and they, they get it done themselves. That's awesome. That's what we want. The more right. people that get healthy, the better. Yeah. Our relationship, by the way, so so affiliate owners know. People would say, "Well, this is crazy." Um, uh, all I ask of Jason is that he give Diablo members a good deal, um, a discount on what they does, and he does, and he's always done that. Um, Diablo doesn't receive any compensation, and that for me at first was like, and and some you know consulting affiliate consulting firms go, "Why would you want to do that?" Well, the reason is this, you know, our business here is gym memberships. We're really, really good at CrossFit and coaching CrossFit and, and transforming people's lives with CrossFit. 
if they make success successful changes, aesthetic changes or or fitness changes as a result of the nutrition coaching that they receive with Falcon Nutrition, they associate that with Diablo. Like it tie, it's one more thing that ties with us, and it keeps them coming in. They're excited about it. Now I've lost weight. Now I'm leaner. I can do more gymnastics. They're moving stuff. well. Yeah, yeah, they're moving well. All of that stuff they associate with us, which means they they continue to pay their membership more, and then they encourage others to mm-hmm. participate as well. So we get more. Well, and their friends and family also see the physiological changes right. happening there. It's like, so, well, so it's an doing? investment of a business. So I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to try and track who came to you. How many yeah. did you get? And you, you, you didn't send me your check this month. No, no, I don't have to worry about any of that. All I got to do is send them to Jason. They get better and then they want to stay with us longer. And it works both ways. Yeah. Like as, yeah. as the nutrition partner, if you guys do your job well, I look like a stud. If I do my job well, you look like I know what they're getting at Diablo. Yeah. There's absolutely no, I don't have to, okay, well, let's, do you have a rec center near you or can you get into the mm-hmm. YMCA? It's like, all right, boom. That's an easy discount to give to all those people. Cause I know you guys do an amazing job. Like I see the Friday night lights post. I see how the community comes together for pretty much everything. We, I, we won't talk about lockdown and, and how the community rallied <laughs> then, but like clearly community is an amazing thing. I absolutely love that. The part that kills me most about social media going the way, it has is how commute like the community aspect of it and groups and everything yeah are just like falling off um i would agree with that yeah yeah the so so i would encourage affiliates that are out there don't stress about look if you've got a coach that's doing it and you're doing or you're doing it that's awesome good for you guys right but if you want to get into it um i would say find someone like falcon nutrition or falcon nutrition Call him up and 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 create a create a referral source. And it's on he's on our website. If you click on nutrition website, it's just Jason's Jason yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's great. It's so easy. And then I've got lots of members that are participating. And when people come in and say, Hey, do you have nutrition coaching? Yes, I do. Yeah, Falcon I mean, Nutrition Company. They're amazing. Yeah. Yep. So um lot the last thing, because I know you got to go in a couple minutes. And I'm sorry, we're we're gonna we're gonna have Jason on again. And I I convinced him to go, even though he only gave, could give us about 20, 25 minutes. I'll take it. Um, I've been it's the big... only time someone books a call is when I got something right before. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry guys. No, 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 it's quite all right. <laughs> I'm just giving just enough to get you back. And and that is this the number of steps during the day. This is something that I've started to focus on more. And and I noticed the Starrettes, Juliet Starrett, yep. Kelly Starrett, and they've even got a book out now mm-hmm. about uh, moving. And 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 that is I'm finding like so crucial. Almost almost more than just doing crossfit a day if you just moved all day get in the step mm-hmm. you get in the steps um with proper nutrition like you're it, the weight's going to fall off it's and it's been to. my ex- personal experience because i walk the dogs in the morning walk the dogs in the evening and i like i just don't worry about yeah same with yvonne she moves all day long what are your thoughts on that and i and i the other day you parked on a parking lot really far away you said don't stress about trying to you know go out and go for your walks or you know go for three miles but just make it part of your lifestyle yeah yeah, I mean, piece it together. The the same advice you would give. I live in a big military area, ton and ton of navy here in Virginia Beach. So, like, in, in your context, uh, you know, CrossFit box, one of your members deploys, and they're worried about, well, the the gym on board is horrible, and and every reason they can't work out. And you just said, all right, every time you walk back in your bunk room, twenty air squats, you know, twenty push up, twenty push ups, twenty lunges. Just do that circuit every time you walk through that door threshold. Are you going to be in CrossFit shape? No. Are you going to be in a lot better shape than when you come back? Had you not done that? Absolutely. And you're probably going to eat better because you're taking care of your body. Like it's momentum. Um, as, as this stuff goes and could, cause you kind of called yourself out. You said, if you walk enough, 
maybe even before CrossFit, I would throw what I do in there. I, I truly think walking is that powerful. You can it really is. You you can slack that much. You shouldn't, but you can on on the workout and the nutrition side. My theory is if if one walks fifteen thousand steps a day or more, they probably will never be able to hold on to body fat. Um, if they're overweight, they'll get down to a healthy weight range. Once there, they'll probably have to eat more with purpose to not keep losing weight. Um, so in that example of body weight movements, when I, everyone we work with, we never jump them to like X step count because that's the gold standard. It's where they're at and how do we baby step them up to that, whatever oh, okay. we think is right for them over time. Um, maybe like 500 or a thousand added to their daily average every week or every couple of weeks, depending on how they're, they're managing it, their time, how their body's reacting. Um, but a, a lot of the feedback we'll get is, well, you know, dude, look, I have kids, I have a job. I can't go walk for two hours. I can't go walk for two hours either, but you can collectively walk for probably a lot longer than you realize if you do three minutes, seven minutes, 12 minutes, six minutes, just literally piece them together. Uh, what I'm doing right now, like there's a walking treadmill right beside me because I knew it would be picking up my steps if I was walking yeah. while I was on here. It, and I'm not walking on that for eight hours, but a half hour here, another hour in the afternoon, like little things like that added up. And it does not take a long time to get to 10, 12, 14 15,000 steps. The the most valuable real world example, and I will gladly run over to give this one, seasonal workers during, during the holiday seasons, when we're coaching people and we've been coaching them for a year or two years and, and they get a job at Target 20 hours a week during, during the winter holidays, those people inevitably end up, even if they're in a fat loss phase, we have to add food in. They're eating crazy amounts of food because they've turned from a six to 7,000 step a day office worker to now they're hitting 20,000 the days they're working at Target. Wow. And they are just weight is, you they're know, jump. Yeah, it's crazy, but they're not thinking about it. It's not this task yeah, they have to do for the purpose of walking. It's, it's a byproduct of these tasks that I'm having to complete mm -hmm. at work. So they're not stressing over it. It's just happening naturally. They're losing to the point where we have to add to slow down the losing. And then January hits. Wow. And that job goes away. And, and what happens? Good. Their steps come back down. That food that we were giving them is now way too much. So it really is that. And these are like, you know, 45, 50 year old women, some guys. It's not young athletes with these crazy metabolisms. It's walking is that that powerful. I can't emphasize this enough to our community and others outside. And it's something that Yvonne and I did kind of unconsciously just because we had dogs. Mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. like, guilty <laughs> and what's great about a dog is if you want to establish a habit with a dog like walking take them once oh yeah it sticks <laughs> the next day at that time they'll be looking they'll be at you for you yeah <laughs> it's i i say joking if you ever if you just can't get your neat up if you can't get the steps in have a baby or get a puppy Yep. Both of those, uh, ideally not both at once, but uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> need is the one that if if you watch uh, the, I think it's Peter. No, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, Huberman with Andy Galpin talk yeah. about talk about nutrition and they mm -hmm. talk about neat, which is non exercise activity, activity. thermogenesis. Yeah. yeah, thermogenesis, right? Yeah, yeah. I think absolutely crucial to fat loss. Atia does talk about it a bit. Um, I've got a video I can, I don't know if there's like show notes, but I've got a YouTube video I made on it. It's 25% of our daily calorie burn versus exercise 10%. Will you please send that to me yeah. and then I'll send it, I'll, I'll post it to our community. Absolutely. I'm going to let you go because I know you got your appointment. I appreciate your time and I'm going to bring you back in a couple of weeks and we'll, uh, I want to delve more into this topic with you. Awesome. And likewise, both of you, please come on, come on to mine. 
Yeah, we're going to, uh, okay, so. I'll book a time and we're going to come onto your podcast. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank see you. you that was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Jason. All right. See you guys. Cheers. Bye. All right. Cool. That was good. I, I could spend more time with him. Yeah. Man, he speaks well, too. And uh, just, I, I love this point there. It, and I, the, the moving throughout the day is, is really the, the one. And it's, there's so many things in our society today that, that want to keep us immobile. Yep. From Netflix to our phones to. I think of it even back to like the, I mean, the heater, right? Now you can just push a button and it gets hotter. Right. Versus having to go and chop the wood. Well, you're right. Carry the wood. Same thing with food prep and everything else. Like it's it's just added. It's it's civilization. Yeah. Um, I do. And, and, you know, I talked to uh, your wife, Christy, and, you know, you guys walk the kids to school Mm -hmm. and she backpacks, you know. Yeah. She, she rucks. Yeah. She (laughs) She rucks rucks with Anderson on the back. Anderson, which is (laughs) Anderson's. He's thick, but He's thick. it's, it's, it's honestly for us, it's, it's not too big of a walk, but I right. mean, even does. just like, like you said, you know, fit it in where you can, you know, yeah. if, if you're driving around a parking lot, looking for a parking park, spot, park far, park away. far away, it's not that big of a deal. No. You can get your parking spot right away. What's interesting about it too, I find with the walks that I do now, and I always, there's always some apprehension, especially when it's cold yeah. or rainy or those things. Like I, I'm like, Oh, not, I'm just not going to go today, but then I go and it literally now, it's it's almost like the cold plunge. The first mm. twenty seconds, thirty seconds suck. Well, with walking, it's like the first ten, the first ten seconds. It's just the prep. As soon as I, as soon as literally, I get my dogs, I leash them up, and I'm. It's cold outside. Like this morning was cold, and I got out. I closed the garage. As soon as that clogged garage door closed, and I took three steps and turned on the sun. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad I did this. Yeah. Like you just instant, immediate satisfaction. Immediate satisfaction. And then in the evenings. I take them in the evenings just because it helps them sleep better, and I and we only go for like 10, 10 minutes. Maybe. I was gonna say you're maybe, not doing a big as no. big of a walk in the evening time. No, we go around the block ten minutes, sometimes yeah. fifteen minutes. And um, but you know, as I've been reading more about this, is that's a huge. Um, it burns off glucose and it helps the the whole metabolic process of of processing food and and preventing fat storage. Mm-hmm. Just that after eat going for a walk after dinner, like so, literally, yeah. so you shouldn't sit down right yeah. after dinner. The yeah. articles are saying now that you shouldn't Avoid sit down. the food coma. And, and all you need to do is go for like literally a minute or two, mm-hmm. and it can help improve the whole process of how glucose is processed within your system, whether it gets stored as glycogen or whether it gets stored as fat. Mm-hmm. Just instantly moving starts this process of like, oh, we're gonna need. Energy, we're going to need to we're use what we've got. Energy, yeah. yeah, we got to start shuttling some energy usage, which just you know helps prevent mm-hmm. you know fat gain. Yeah. And yeah. An- anecdotally, and I pay attention to this because I know all the dogs in the neighborhood when I go for walks in the morning. <laughs> but I look at everybody. I know yeah. like all the people that go out between six thirty and eight a.m. We all kind of know each other. Yeah, like everybody knows the guy with the 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 big oh, dude with the, What's the, up? with the big dude with two huskies. Like everybody yeah. knows my dogs. And everybody knows, and I know, like I literally, and I see the same people. So there's probably every day I go, um, I recognize 90%, maybe 99% of the people that I see out there. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen them before. Yeah. Which is, which kind of bums me out because there's, that means there's no new people coming in. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's all kind of the same the, people. And it's re- not a repeat. Believe so. me, between surprisingly between 630 and 8 AM, it, it's not that many people. And the other thing I notice about them is their their body composition. Mm-hmm. Just you know, anecdotally, it's 
everybody's thin. A little bit leaner. Yeah, leaner. Everybody. Yeah. Every single one, all ages. And it's and it's and these are the people that are just hooked on walking. Yeah. Or they have dogs or something that they're walking. And granted, um, uh, unfortunately, with our busy lifestyles and commuting back now, and you know, and kids going to school, it is very difficult. Yeah, as, as isn't as as Jason said available. And that's where we have to. I think it's just as important to changing your macros as it is to make that habit. Find that place. Maybe when you drop the kids off from school, instead of you drop the kids off of school, you come back home. Mm-hmm. Go for like you're literally dressed anyway. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter what the hell. You, believe me, that's the best thing about going it from. And I've started to figure that out. It don't matter what you have on. No, <laughs> no. it doesn't matter what your hair looks like. No, I go through the neighborhood. Don't, I see you don't people, need makeup. No, you don't no. Need, you don't need your doll. No up. one is judging you for that. No one cares. Just go for a stroll. No one cares. But you drop your kids off and literally just have your shoes on in the car. Don't yeah. go back in the house. Go go challenge yourself to walk down the street and back. That's all. Start there. It's almost like you could start a timer, like ten yeah. minutes out, ten, and then just turn around, and walk back. If right. it takes you ten minutes to walk back, or it takes you longer. If you're taking bar, park farther away. Yep. Don't try and get that front spot. I used to take the, the stairs. Don't take, take the oh, elevator. Yeah, oh, yeah, take, I used to challenge myself to do yeah. that. It was awesome. And you don't even need to do the stairs hard, but I used no. to do that. It was just, it was always this race with there was like three or four guys. <laughs> and we just this there was this big race like could two step it. Piam knows about yeah. this. <laughs> Two to three steps. Oh, just dude, they're sleeping the, it. And what we would try to do, and I know all the guys that did it, we'd do the same thing. You try and beat the people that are going up the escalator. Ah, yeah. Because yes. people jam to the escalators. Yep. And the stairs are usually free. Yep. Yeah. Yes. I remember because Christy, when she was uh when she was back in the office, she was literally she said she was the only one ever taking the stairs. Ever. I listen to so many of these podcasts now and I and I get them all kind of intermixed together, but I think think it was a peter atia podcast where he was talking about this effect and the amount of exercise that you need to really have an impact on your overall health especially mental health and and i think that's what the episode it was and it was a study that was done in japan where they took office workers Hmm. and for 20 seconds a day that was it 20 seconds a day they took them brought them to the staircase and and made them go up stairs for 20 seconds, up and down stairs for 20 seconds. 20 not, seconds. Not a Tabata. No, no, just no. one time. One t- that's seconds. what I thought. It was a Tabata. No, no. It was one <laughs> oh, time. Shit. And then they measured their their all their their markers, like blood yeah. markers, blood pressure, and all of those things after one month. And the changes were fairly dramatic. They were very noticeable. Yeah. I wonder if even just going to do that, like the 20 seconds is maybe triggering you to want to maybe do more outside of that 20 seconds. Yeah. So, like that's, on your right. own so that's, the, that's the other part. Like, so what else did they do yeah. beyond that? Because they did the, yeah. absolutely. I mean, they know they're doing, they've already got a baseline. So what can I do to make that baseline right. improve upon? Right. Or well, and that's, and that's the cool thing about nutrition coaching is when you have a little bit of yeah. success in nutrition coaching, like, like you said, once you oh, got yeah. some momentum you, going, you, Oh, you want to do more. Yeah. It's like let that snowball. Yeah, it is, effect. and the same same thing here. You have a good workout. You hit a good lift. Ooh, what's tomorrow's workout? Get this endorphins going. Oh that, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so that's so if you're an affiliate owner, you know, tag or uh, reach out to Jason Falcon. It's falconfnc.com. Jamie Lee posted it. Put did you put it in the chat? It's right here. Um. Yeah, but put, put in the, the chat chat. Oh, oh like, I see. Put the link in the chat so people can actually go to the link. Um. And then it's a permanent record too. Let's see. Boom. And uh, 
Yeah, so there's the link to and then reach out to Jason. He'll partner with your with your gym and he does an amazing job. And the guy's like very like minded. And don't worry about how much money you're gonna get and how much money your clients are spending with you. You get healthier people out of it. Healthy right. members. You get healthy members and they'll keep yeah. paying you and they'll keep coming to you because they want to show off their new fitness. Yeah. Their new, their new, their new look, their how they feel. And by the way, he's so um Tim Dimel. Mm-hmm. I call him Dimo because Siri Siri calls him Dimo. It's Tim <laughs> Dimo at CrossFit Palo Alto. He reached out to me about our fitness coach. Okay, uh, when he was training for the games uh, two years ago, and Jason did all of his nutrition programming for crop, preparing for the CrossFit games. Oh, got, he did. Got, yeah, help get him to the CrossFit games and perform at the games. Did That's all awesome. his macro programming. That's awesome. And I think Jason's. I think his wife, who's an ultra, uh, Tim's wife. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. yeah, Kristen is um, is also working with Jason as well for her for her for her ultra racing. Yeah, for her ultra racing. Yeah, so he knows how That's to awesome. do that too. It's legit. Um, I wanted to talk to you. Two other things we want to talk. about. We have other subjects to talk about today. Um, one that you know I posted in my email. I talked about it. Focus on the gold. Um, primarily because there's been um, and relative to the CrossFit Games and the CrossFit quarterfinals especially semifinal or the the open as well but there's been a lot of chatter on social media about scoring and rules standards. rules violation standards yeah. penalties being assessed 3300 yeah 3300 penalties assessed which that's, i think I, I, I think that's awesome yeah so do i i that's think that's awesome such a huge step in the right direction right right so they're so they're they're yeah. they're doing what people um, are were complaining they weren't doing yeah. yet they're still complaining or Everyone's and, and it's and there's something. a there's a few people and and a lot of a, a lot of these guys use it for clickbait mm-hmm. um to to try and draw views and i and i get that savan on the savan podcast and i think he published he published it actually i didn't see it on the podcast itself i saw it he when he talked about, oh uh, yeah i did actually and then he posted on social media was his his thoughts were that there were there's more complaints now on social media um than there were in the past because before people were afraid of dave castro so are you serious yeah and I, and I thought no that's bullshit and then i started thinking about it I'm like oh there is there's i think there's something to that you know in other words um there was a time at crossfit when complaining about the crossfit games was it um landed you in in hot water and and i don't know if that's actually true or not if that actually happened but i think i think people felt like they i think it was more of athletes and coaches felt like they would be in trouble if they complained about the process I remember, I mean, we've always had super strict standards here. Yes. And I remember back in the day, the concern that somebody, like one of the reasons why we didn't do it in a class was because we didn't want somebody in the class not following the standards the way that the workout was designed to be right. done. And we didn't, we were worried about somebody posting it in their social media. Right. And then us maybe that would end up backfiring on us. And then right. Diablo would lose the ability to validate scores that's right right so like i guess i could imagine the fear behind that but yeah with this whole new thing on how they're actually recording like reviewing the videos 
it just takes away from anybody that says, ah, I'm not really doing it for that reason. I'm just going to get a score in and put something in. No, you have to do videos because they're actually reviewing them all. Yeah, and that's wild. they're reviewing videos. That's wild. Um, if you are, um, if your score impacks the, mm -hmm. um, the, the, the other the folks, board, yeah. the leaderboard so that, you know, affects someone going to regional or semifinals and not going to semifinals. Um, but there's, there's, there's indicate or there's indications that some athletes were being given preference over other athletes. Mm. And I think people need to completely dismiss those things. Yeah. I've, like what, like why? It, 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 and, and, and that's based upon my own kind of personal knowledge of the people that work for CrossFit. Uh -huh. Um, and I've known them all, <laughs> I think almost all of the people that would be involved in this process, uh, since the beginning of the games, 2007, mm. Um, and we've never found them to be um, to offer preference to any particular individual at mm -hmm. any time ever, including us. And I, you know, and I'm I'd like to say I'm friends with Dave Castro. I'm friends with Adrian Bosman. I've known we've you've known Adrian. Mm -hmm. We've known Adrian for a long time. I know Justin Berg. I've you know mm -hmm. been to multiple events with Justin. Justin and I can I can text or email Justin. He'll text or email me back. Just. And that's not because of Diablo. It's just because we've worked together yeah. since when this was really it's small. Been around since two thousand and five. That's yeah. and I have we Diablo has the benefit of those longstanding relationships. And um, but what I can say is that I've we, we've never felt like we've had preferential treatment. No, if we, anything, we, I always felt we like did we get had. asked to do the an open workouts, but that was mm -hmm. when they weren't doing open yeah. workouts. Yeah. All the other times when they were doing, we, that was when we had to do the whole damn thing ourselves. Yeah, yeah. When we had uh, Aaron come in and right and produce the whole thing, yeah, or, produce the whole thing and all you know, and, and yeah. spend our money on the whole damn yeah. thing, which was fun as hell. It was great experience. Great. It was a great experience. But when when Dave was running them and mm -hmm. and doing them and uh, those guys, I would ask every year, "Hey, can we do one? Can we do one?" We never got one. Yeah. I can't even get out ones here. But anyway, yeah. The point being is that we've never gotten any preferential treatment. As a matter of fact, we've had, I feel like it's back. Like we almost lost our affiliation yeah. when we did the grid. grid. Thing. I was, I was going to bring that up. And yeah. we also, um, remember when Christy judged a master's athlete yes. that came in and did his master's uh, age overhead squat, overhead squat. Rough. Right. And it touched his head and it was yeah. the whole thing was hormone. He had yeah. been to the games the year before and, yeah. And we we passed him, and but his video showed that the bar was touching his head. Yeah, and we got a we got an email that said, Boy, "Hey, yeah. you guys do this again, and you won't be able to judge. You guys won't be able to host, or or you won't be able to won't be able to validate validate scores, scores. which is such a huge thing for us because at the time oh, that was 2014, right? Was, 2014, yeah. 2015, yeah, 2014. We had right. three teams compete at the regionals. We had three or four individuals, right." Um, competing so it's like to lose validating a score was, right. would have been detrimental to us and i and you if you ask cj martin you yeah. ask um any of these guys you ask yeah, CJ Bergeron, with, contract, you ask anyone yeah. they'll tell you there's 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 they've never had preferential yeah. treatment yeah i don't know why that would even be a topic well, it of conversation is. but but it is and it's because for like, anybody that doesn't know, you know any it's different. the right and, and yeah. i think it's newer people to crossfit yeah. and they say well danny spiegel she used grips and she didn't get penalized what was it it wasn't a video that she submitted. Mm. It was on a Buttery Bros video. Um, but at the end of the day, here's the, the point that I made. Is that, that with 320,000 people yeah. doing this, and 
tens of thousand people doing the quarterfinals, you're going to find issues. It's just inevitable. We run a competition with, you know, 600 people in an online competition, Road Royalty. It's on a, a, a rowing erg. Yeah. Concept 2 rowing erg. And, and all of your results are literally recorded by the erg. We actually program the workouts, the, the athletes program it into the, into the screen to submit their results. They submit the results and have to submit a picture of their screen, which shows the results. And it still gets screwed up. <laughs> yep. Literally yep. ten to to fifteen percent of the that scores high? are yes are wrong. I didn't realize it was that high. Or with you know they'll submit their like the, the big yeah. one was I forget what it was was like the uh, it was a one thousand meter I had one thousand meter row and they were submitting oh no it was a two, it was like two hundred meter rows anyway yeah yeah, the, with yeah the they were they, they, they weren't submitting their scores for the the distances they were submitting their they were looking on the monitor and picking their scores from their average five hundred meter pace. Like just stuff like that. Just it was, and then there were people that like, oh, hey, sorry, I didn't do the last interval, but I just created an average and I submitted it. Like, you, if 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 at a simple competition using a a, a erg device that records your score, where you program it in, we give very detailed instructions on how to do it. Written if video. If that gets screwed up, you can't even imagine. You can't even come up with the number of screw ups that are on CrossFit workouts oh, with the complexity, with the floor markers, with the floor mats, the measurements. Oh, right. And so I give CrossFit a tremendous amount of credit for the oh, work for sure. that they do to pull off a competition with 350,000 people and then moving them to the next level and then having to do another 10,000 people with, who are all submitting videos from all kinds of hairball angles. Shit, we even had our athletes here tell me, oh, "Hey, I didn't, I didn't, my, I didn't video record mine. Can I get your, can I your, get the, your, your the gym, gym net Ness yeah. camera? <laughs> oh, you mean the one that doesn't have the recommended or required spot and placement of the camera? <laughs> you know, so Yvonne, she's doing the Masters uh, right. qualifier this weekend, and I had her doing a whole mock-up, and the whole part, the whole reason for that was just to practice the, the camera aspect, because. Last year, I know that was kind of was an a, issue. It's it, it's always an issue though, yeah. because when you're having to upload it to YouTube and then to provide a video to the game so they can validate it, it's a whole other thing that I think that people look, maybe overlook. You know, they're so worried and so concerned about their fitness, their nutrition, their recovery, but at the same time, there's one little detail that you have to have in place in order to be competitive, and that's just following the fucking rules. Yeah. And so, so it, just to yeah. that point, Yvonne was almost three quarters of the way through the workout and Stacy Valise comes up and she goes, Hey, look at the plug on the, on the clock. And I looked at the plug and the plug was on the clock weekend? was, yes, was barely hanging out. She was, <laughs> she was about 16 minutes into a 20 minute workout that was brutal. And the club, the, the plug, and there was no backup timer. And it was barely hanging. So that stuff yeah, happens. It happens. Right? That stuff happens. And then, so we have to, or, you know, we have to allow CrossFit to have some flexibility yeah. to make a determination. Does, is this person qualified to move on? And I'm going to give CrossFit the benefit of the doubt. For sure. Because they've been doing it since 2007. Justin Berg, Adrian yeah. Bosman, all of their team of people. It's not some new they don't give the a, They don't give a crap what gym you're at, yeah. how, what your social media following is. They don't even have time to look at that yeah. stuff. They couldn't tell you how many followers, who has more followers, whether it's Danny Spiegel or, or uh, uh, what's It just doesn't matter. It does. It just. Doesn't, I mean, it, the, it doesn't. No. And so, and what they're going to say is, huh? Does this is this person? Did did this person show 
and yes, I understand rules are important and standards are important, very important. We all, and that's where we want to move mm -hmm. toward is mm -hmm. more and more and more. And technology is going to help us get there. Yeah. And I think artificial, to be honest with you, I think it's going to be one of the first applications of artificial yeah. intelligence. I'm curious if there was any, any way that they try to implement that into this. Oh, I think that would be really easily. And, and because you, you, you know, if, if I can go into Google photos yeah, and yeah. I can, and I can pull up your picture and go, Hey, find me all the pictures of Jamie Lee. And I actually write, you have your name on it. And I can show it to you right now. Like I pull up Jamie Lee and, and you can wild. show the pictures and I, I'll, I'll show you this. Cause it's, it's fascinating as hell. And this is just Google photos. <laughs> we're really it's not, we're, not an AI. Uh, no, but, but, but we're really going down a rabbit hole here, but, <laughs> but, but I think it's relevant. Because th this is going to be the thing is, is the more t the more we can take humans out of yes. the equation, it's the human error that happens, right? Then then the better it is. Like the, yeah. you know, ult ultimately the human that counts the most is the one that yeah. <laughs> that's doing the workout. That's fine. But but in terms of judging, like if you could say, hey, all you have to do is film it, mm -hmm. and then. You know, artificial intelligence essentially says, did you squat deep, deep enough? Did the ball go high enough? Did you get, you know, over mm -hmm. the bar? Is this person meeting the standards? I think that's absolutely. What I would love to see happen is like at the games, because like in real time competition, in person, those, you know, missed reps, having to go back and appeal a rep because the standard was there, but maybe the judge just missed, looked at it from a different angle, a weird angle. Um, imagine having a sensor. Right. And the barbell and your shoulder on your shirt, your pants and your shoes, maybe at your knees. You can literally put that in and see where the, the range of motion is traveling. Right. Yeah. You can see, did it break the little parallel? Did you stand all the way up? Watch this. Right. So you can, you can see this pretty good. Right. Let me, let me zoom in, in a little more so you can see this. All right. So this, we've got, I've got a zillion pictures here on this, on this, uh, on the, and, and this goes back, you know, years of yeah. years of pictures right yeah. but so, so if i'm doing pictures for sugar one and i say okay i want to search for I'd, I'd really like to put up a picture of jamie lee or jackson miller right for 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 sugar one this week because he's competing this week on mm -hmm. the teams so I look down here and then it has all these people i can look for but if i go click see all people it'll show me all the people and pets Right. Oh yeah. And pets if I want. Right. And then I can actually label them. Right. Oh, so wow. I go in it. Yeah. So I click and I click Jackson Miller. Boom. And then it'll show me everything with Jackson Miller. I go back That's and I wild. click and there's Jamie Lee. Right. And so I can click and there's everything, every picture, even in groups yeah. that you're in. That's wild. Right. So if, if we're at this point with picture identification, right, where are we going to be when, um, you know, we, it, I think we're not too far off from having artificial intelligence essentially determine, hey, is that squat full range motion? Those kinds of so, so that way, CrossFit yeah. can review more videos, yeah, faster, yeah, and then we can take out the kind of the human element of it. But anyway, my, I don't know. I got way out the subject here, but my point being that we need to trust CrossFit. Mm -hmm. There is no bias. Yeah, and if Danny Spiegel is using straps for her deadlifts i can guarantee you she takes those straps off her score is going to be damn close okay will it be exact no but she was penalized i think 15 minutes for it yeah okay. or 15 oh, 15 was, 15 so, uh, 15 percent she got a 15 percent okay. penalty yeah and she's still in semifinals and we want mm -hmm. danny speak we want the best to move on here's one it, look we want the best to move on and at the end of the day and that's my point is that the whole filtration process going from 300 that 20,000 down to 
one man, one woman is remarkable that they're able to yeah. get there. And no one will ever dispute that Justin Medeiros and Tia Clartumi are not the fittest in the, are, are the yeah. fittest in the world. No one can dispute that. I think yeah. everybody agree. Yeah, absolutely they are. Yes. Just, there's no, right. there's because no they made it through that whole process yeah. and the screening gets tougher and tougher because now you're in-person judging and the yeah. quality of the judging goes up yeah. right? because you want the best judges at every level and the complexity of the workouts. Complexity yeah. workouts. Right. Everything. Everything about it. So trust the process. Don't stress about the details. The someone getting through because and someone else, you know, getting not getting penalized, someone getting penalized is not going to affect long term the CrossFit Games, and it, and it is, does not. It's not going to determine or affect who the fittest person in the world is. Yeah. We will find the gold at the end of the yeah, and at the end of the process. Yeah, we might get some rocks in there, right? That are going to make it through maybe to semifinals. Someone's yeah. going to make it to semifinals. Maybe they should have made it in semifinals. Believe me, the process will, will fix itself. Yeah. We saw that with Masters. Yeah. I'm on a bit of a ramp, but we, we back in the day, it was just all you had to do was the open. Yep. And they took the top 20 to go to the, to to, no, no, no. To the games. Do you remember? No, oh, to, they took the top 20 to go to the games back in the day, back 2010, in 2011. 2011 11? and 2000. 11 <laughs> yes. was regionals. 11 was the first year of regionals. Masters. I'm oh, okay. Masters. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, Masters yes. in 2011, yes, yes. all you had to be is top 20. You go. Yeah, it, was, it was a, uh, I think it may I have didn't been, even realize that made about five week or six week. And what that ended up with is you go to the, and we, and, and so I we kind of, and we, and all the people that were in it, the masters that were in it, we all knew each other in the age group. We kind of knew mm -hmm. how good. And then there would be this outlier that would come in. In the year 2013, we had, I had an outlier in there. Um, and, and everybody, all the guys were talking about, who is this bro? Who is this bro? I don't know, but he won this workout. I won this workout. Well, we'll see. He got to the games. First workout last Didn't show up. dead last dead last. in the first workout withdrew. Before the second workout, like that's so, so he well it is sure yeah but that's that's why it's a it's a natural filtration process yeah. like he's not going to end up the 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 they're not they're not going to end up at the top of the heap mm -hmm. because the process once you get to the games now you're judged yeah right your now you eyes, are your eyes are on you yeah and and the best eyes are on you yeah yeah and 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 so the the, the process works it's a little dirty it's a little ugly in the initial stages. Right, the bigger Still the bigger rocks are getting early through. too, right? right. Like, yeah, yeah, like you said, once AI kicks in, like people remember, like remember, this sport is only is really only twenty years old. Yeah, which is young compared to other major sports. Could you imagine if they did an AI in the future and they got that dialed in? If they did it live, yeah. So remember when they did the um, you start digging into some of the stuff that. You know, oh, the, I know you go out of those rabbit holes with with video <laughs> AI and everything else. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, right. I mean, you could they they could set it up where it's like the quarterfinals becomes a now live event, right? Just run remote. by yeah, remote run by yeah with AI judging you. Yeah, CrossFit AI. Yeah, weird. Anyway, so that's my issue on the, my scoring issues is like, don't get mired in the details. Don't worry. It just comes back down to run your own race. Right. Yeah, run your own race, and don't worry at the games. The top 40 men and the top 40 women will be the top 40 men and women yeah. in the world. Yeah. Going to the games. Yeah. Going to the games. Yeah. Top 40 men, top 40 women will end up there with the exception of, you know, the country allocations. Of, yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. then they're working on that too. Mm -hmm. Right. With the worldwide ranking system right mm -hmm. now, it's a little bit off, but ultimately at the end of the day, the people who are there deserve to be there. Yeah. And the, the top 10 athletes far and away are the top 10 athletes, fittest athletes in the world. And the yeah. top fittest in the world is the fittest in the world. Mm -hmm. Arguably. There's no, there's no arguing on that. Claim. No, it shouldn't be. Yeah. So let's not get mired in the details. Focus on the gold. Masters and team this week. Yeah. 
Uh, kind of weird in the layout. Yeah. Oh, did, I didn't see the layouts yet. Did they publish No, they, they, they are posting them today. Layout so in terms of layout. what? Oh, you mean... So the, the floor plans are supposed to come out today. No, you're talking about organization. I'm talking about just like the organization timing. of the timing of the day. Okay. like the team has to go in the middle of the week, and then the Masters are in the weekend. Yeah, I speculate, and I think we talked about this once before, They're, the reason why they put the team in the middle of the week is because... Uh, they wanted to give a break in between the mass between the team and the individuals, so that people were doing individual yeah. quarterfinals could so also could, do team. They could participate in both, right? So they could recover yeah. and participate because it was too close in yeah. the past. And then they couldn't put it on the same weekend as the Masters, yeah. and they couldn't afford to push the Masters any further, yeah, because they, they, they have Masters and the age group has because yeah, um, semifinals. Well, they, their semifinals are early May, yeah. So it's. Yeah, you can't push the Masters too far. Yeah. So it, it it sucks in terms of timing for the for the team athletes, mm -hmm. but we're gonna pull together two teams. We have one team that's that's, that's qualified, qualified yep. to be a, to, uh, a semifinals contender, and another team to push. And we have another team, uh, our Reposado team, that's gonna push. Yeah. So on the on the uh, team, our Diablo Añejo team is Christian Boyd, a newer member. Mm -hmm. Um, that has come to us over from, I think it was Brentwood. Also has a sanctional experience yeah. too. San yeah, he's a damn good athlete. Yeah, and Jackson Miller, of course, and then uh, Emily uh, Scott, mm -hmm. who's uh, you know arguably the strongest. Also, girl in our gym semifinal right now. experience on a team. Yeah, semifinal experience yeah. on a team. She's gonna be great. And then she's paired up with Beth Sankovic. Games experience. Games on experience team. on a team. Yeah, yeah, tremendous athlete. So that so we got a. Um, outstanding group yeah. of four athletes yes so they're competing and then we're going to put uh we're going to have them run head to head with C cole and sean yeah and kendra and cynthia i think it's going to be a good oh little, that's going to be fun battle. that will be really fun yeah and so we'll publish those workout times so you guys can come see because that will be yeah. fun to watch that'll be a lot um team workouts comparison really to how the individuals quarterfinals went where everybody has different schedules and they came in at different times yeah. different workouts the team aspects can be very different because there's really one team that's competing yeah. like officially. Yeah. So if we put out a time like, Hey, this is when the heat's going to go off. Like the heat, we're, go we're going to watch just one team throw yeah. down or yeah. two teams throw down against each At other at the same time. One team that's actually competing. Yeah. So it'll be a lot more fun from a spectator standpoint. Right. And then the masters will be all over the place. Yeah. We start on Friday. The masters start on Friday. Friday. You have three workouts to get done in a, in a day. No, we, have, we don't have three workouts to get done in a day. Isn't it? No. It's three scores. Three, three score. Yeah, that's basically what I meant. Yeah, I yeah. know that's what Minor you meant. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but everybody keeps saying it's going to be five workouts. I, I seriously no, doubt it's going to be five so. separate workouts and five scoring so. opportunities. Yeah. I think there will be some form of a lift in there sure. in some way. Yeah, they'll add a lift in there. Yeah. That gives you the, because it's a lot of volume. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to get three scores in on the first two days. 24 hours. Yeah. And then we get two more scores to get in the next 24 hours. Yeah. So was it like Friday to Saturday at noon? You got to get the first three, and then yeah, and then so you got to get the rest of them by Sunday. Yeah, and done by Sunday. Thank God. Get your cameras ready and know your YouTube channel. No, Log in. Oh, oh, the masters with with cameras and stuff just are <laughs> terrible. So they are start just practicing now. I I I I showed Yvonne. I said you get if you because she, she has it screen facing. Yeah. You know when you do screen face, so she can see what's being recorded. I said Yvonne, if you turn it the other way. Yeah. You can zoom, yeah, and then you get then you, you can you can blow it out yeah. to like 0. 0.5 and like get the yeah. full picture. 
And I will tell masters and team always have a backup camera. Just have a backup camera. Just because, just assume your camera's going to go bad or someone's going to call you or you're not yeah. going to have it in airplane mode. Put so it on airplane mode. Don't just have another, have another camera. Yeah. So that'll be fun this week. It's a big um, weekend. Okay. Any, oh, uh, but real quick, let me just, uh, since we're, I know we're running late, but next month's uh, progressions, I, I did want to talk to mm -hmm. you about that. Um, we're moving into back squat, high bar, low new bar, back squat. Macro calendar. Yep. Yep. Brand new foundation phase okay so on the april um we've got a range of high bar low bar back squats and in each one of the um sessions for on sugar wad is a link to just a little bit of a breakdown on those but we can talk about that and the idea of the high bar versus a low bar um you know we're starting the new training season over getting ready for the open in 2024 um our goal should be to work on improving and and striving for virtuosity in our movement patterns. And a lot of times with the squat, you know, depending on the athletes, you might find them, you know, missing that range of motion, that bottom hip crease below parallel with good position, good posture, all that stuff. By doing a low bar back squat and having that as an option for anybody that's very quad dominant and just, you know, has a tendency to, you know, break at the knees before they bend at the hips. Right. So if you're setting up for a squat and then your knees go first, we're going right into our quads as ours, our prime movement. Right. Right. As soon as we can hinge as we send those hips back, that's setting us up to use more of our posterior chain in our squat, which is something that a lot of people miss out on. Right. And especially if you follow the old habits of don't squat below parallel. Right. Right. So by, by going into a low bar back squat it does require a little bit more shoulder flexibility. But at the same time, you're shortening the lever. You're bringing the bar lower down the back, bringing it closer to the hips. So when you do go to that hinge and you start to fold over to that squat, you're not as extended out as far as the lever, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not likely to break down and turn into a question mark trying to squat. Yeah. Um, but it also helps you facilitate more your posterior chain. You're getting more glutes and hamstrings because the bar is lower and you're going to be able to I don't want to say fold, but you're going to be able to hinge and fold over in a more safer position, mm -hmm. right? It is the it is the preferred position for uh, powerlifters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, low you look at squat. anybody that's squatting anything over like 500 pounds, they're not in a high bar back no, squat. They're in a low bar back squat, right? And that's one way that we can kind of use as an accessory to help build up the strength in the posterior chain in the squatting pattern. That's right. So then when we move on into May and we start moving into a high bar specific back squat, we've got a little bit more strength in the posterior chain that we can transfer over to a more vertical position, which then leads into the front squat and the Olympic lifts. Cool. So it's all part of that progression. And, and you know, if you, if you are one of those athletes that has a hard time squatting below parallel, I would recommend play around with this low bar back squat, see yeah. this position, see if it, you can get more, um, emphasis, more recruitment out of the posterior chain. So we PRs all day will work the back squat into our programming once a week for yep. the next four weeks. And we're going to be super setting that with a dumbbell floor press. So that, yeah. And the, cool. and the floor press, the, the big thing on the floor press, and, and this is something that I think we saw a little bit in this last year when we saw these patterns come up, I always try to emphasize the, the neutral aspect right? So we're not trying to do this as a bodybuilding phase. We're not trying to let those elbows out to isolate more of the pec. What I want to think about is when we are setting up, we're getting into more of a neutral stance, neutral right. position where like you think yeah. thumbs are up. And as you pull yourself down, 
pull yourself down as if you were holding onto a barbell, right? So there's a little bit of a diagonal pattern. If you've got your elbows out wide, you're coming straight up and down, and that can put a lot of out of tension into that pec and, right. and the shoulder alone. But when we think about squeezing the shoulder and pull the weight down, we're going to get more stability out of our back, more stability right. out of our lats and our, in our um, mid rhomboids and all that area, which then helps progress into a stronger shoulder girdle that will help translate into some of the other patterns that we got coming up. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Should yeah. be good. It's going to be a good year. I think people will enjoy the, the back squats. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, anything else today? That's it. Right on. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, next week. Our guest is by the way, um, Harold's going to come on. Yeah, I was just going to say, I saw that. that I don't yeah. know. There. <laughs> yeah, Coach Harold's going to come on. He gives, uh, significant, has a significant following on TikTok and uh, and on Instagram as well. And he's got he's a product influencer. He's a great coach for us. And, uh, and he's done some incredible content for us. And so I want him to come on and talk about content production, what he thinks affiliates should be doing with respect mm -hmm. to, to their content yeah. on social media. I think that'll be super helpful. Yeah, definitely. And is he going to be an in-person or are we doing another remote? I think we'll do in-person if we can Sweet. get him here in person. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks guys. Awesome. Cheers. Till next time.